0: I went to Thanksgiving. Then we were sick. Uh, So uh, we're back. (laughs) With me is Stephen. Welcome to the show, co host Stephen. Should I even welcome you? I guess (laughs) I will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, co host. There you go. And we're going to do this show together. And we have isolated some uh, topics here. Uh, As Stephen, you know, I I just have my list here. First on the list is the passing, the closest passing of Planet X to Earth uh, occurs on April 23rd of this year, and that's just in time for Passover, which on the Hillel calendar is scheduled to be April 22nd. So, um, Uh, Stephen, what do your intel sources tell us to uh, get ready for concerning this flyby?
1: Well, you know, I just got the message that there are other uh, intel circles that are beginning to speak about the passing of Planet X. And, uh, And so what was really kind of strange was that, yes, I actually... Uh, I, you know, got the message and uh, I haven't been able to confirm it as of yet myself. I do know that when I was given this memory stick years ago that, uh, you know, in the memory stick that I got from this scientist, he had on there December 23rd or 24th of this year, right where we're at coming up now. And he told me when he gave it to me, he said, well, he said, I didn't have, there's one other critical piece of information I needed to really calculate the right passing, the time passing of Planet X. He said, so I'm not 100% certain of the date, but it would be fairly close. Uh, and then now I got this message here from FEMA uh, that said to me, got, just got word Uh, The intelligence groups knows exactly where planet X is located and the dates it will be uh, entering and affecting our sun. And uh, supposedly is going to, uh, you know, these dates are going to be named or provided. And then uh, April 24th, I was told is a date that is floating around. I would like to get uh, your perspective on this. So, I'm working on that. And in fact, it's kind of interesting because I sent a message to Colonel Greg just the other day. uh, And Colonel Greg, uh, he's the one that I interviewed that has a lot of information on extraterrestrial issues because uh, I had heard where uh, one individual was talking to this pastor about, um, they were talking about some very, Fearful sights that would be appearing uh, enough that would scare the heebie-jeebies, and well the minister was trying to get the guy to say, "Is it Planet X and uh, or the binary system?" And then I really paid close attention to the way they worded it. And he mentions that he doesn't say the binary system, but he he basically alludes to the fact that the binary system is what causes. Uh, these fearful sights to happen. Well, when he said that, I know that the fearful sights are supposed to be the interdimensional, or, or the breaking down of dimensions, and us being able to see entities that live in other worlds that are parallel to our, our own. Uh, that be, so that was that, a little scary.
0: Would that be the army from underneath the earth that it will? Uh, defeat mankind uh, in support of the antichrist
1: well you may have that bonnie one thing that i was told is that we will more than likely see these snake-like worm creatures uh, that are literally living in another dimension all around us even now Uh, that would be one type of entity that would appear but i've actually asked before about as just as you're saying there these entities coming up to support this great battle. Because if you look at the scripture and you see that, you know, the the bottomless pit, basically, Abaddon is opened and these demonic entities come out, um, I've always wondered, just like Satan being put in a bottomless pit, is he just in another dimension? Yeah. Uh, You know, I, I don't really know the answer to that, but it seems to be that that may be, what the reality of that is. Uh, I just don't know for sure yet.
0: Uh, And and would that be the closest passing of Earth or merely Planet X entering our solar system? As far as I can see, it's already in our solar system.
1: Hang on, what in the world? Sorry about that. My computer has this – I've been hacked, and so I get the strangest things that pop up, and you, – you I mean, it ain't nothing weird, but I just don't like the noise is the problem.
0: Can you so, – ju- oh, I see. You have to have it on I, I can't, first. I can't
1: mute it, yeah, because it would mess up everything else yeah. is the problem. Yeah. So, But anyway, uh, you just ha- I just have to make sure as many windows is shut down as possible. Um, I am going to change my computer out too, as a as a result of this. I actually, we got hacked just recently, and uh, thanks to some people that didn't like what I was saying, and they they did they put a lot of virus issues in there. They affected the video editing software. They affected my Pinnacle. Oh no! Everything and and go. I have this happen almost every year, Bonnie. Almost yeah. every year, you know. It's such so- a hassle.
0: It's so expensive.
1: It is because and what's really sad was I have had I finally decided to start buying cheap computers when I do it because yeah. I know they're going to do it anyway. Uh, the when, mm-hmm. when it first happened, I had an MSI that was really designed for the type of work I do. And but it was like a three thousand dollar computer. Yeah. And that was within 14, 16 months of owning it. They damaged it so bad It had two terabytes, two different terabyte hard drives in it. I take it in, and they're even telling me, they said, you know, they thought I was kidding about it. And when I come back to pick it up, they said, boy, you got some serious enemies. So, you know, so, yeah, it's true. It really does happen, you know. So, anyway, don't want to get sidetracked on that. Um, Yeah. So where were we at again, Bonnie?
0: Well, is it uh, is it just entering the uh, solar system, or is it already here? From nope. what I can see, it's already here.
1: Yeah, it's been here um, for quite some, for actually about a year now. Actually, well, it would be about a year, I guess, now that we've had it into the solar system already, and we knew about that. Um, well, like I said, about a year ago. And um, recently, the Japanese actually released some information saying that there was a <clears throat> planet-like object that they had been looking at that was uh, three times the size of the Earth that was lurking in the Kuiper Belt. Uh, now, that, of course, that's where they had been watching it for quite some time. Yeah. They were wondering if it was Planet X. Um I don't know the answer to that particular issue there. But according to this information we're getting now, this is when it's going to be close enough to be affecting the sun. uh, And once it begins to affect the sun, it's going to really wreak havoc on the earth. Uh, And and that would only make sense. I know that we're, in fact, we just had a massive coronal ejection. Yes, we did. I
0: was wondering if anything was going to go down yesterday.
1: Well, actually, it's supposed to uh be between now well i guess even later tonight maybe it would be the latest but uh we're pretty much getting past that point now i guess so they're probably the only auroras really that might be seen as a result of that now i Uh, think it's
0: been it has so much um uh electromagnetic and um, radiation uh, associated with it that i think it's been affecting our sun for and our weather for um you know, uh, at least, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. In fact, scientists that studied it, they said it probably started during World War Two, with wow. the, um, changes in the hurricanes, the intensity of the hurricanes, the intensity of the storms. Um, and I think it's part of, um, Uh, what they call global warming and then they realized it wasn't warming up so then they said climate change without ever uh, studying the effect of the sun what's happening to the sun and the binary system that is coming through but um, I I understand that having the planet uh, come close by us is not the most dangerous part, except for maybe, oh, a small uh polar reversal, which has certainly happened in our Earth's history very quickly.
1: I'm expecting that to happen right now, too. Mark. Yes, yes, that's yes,
0: that's... but especially uh, all the tail of the asteroids that it carries in its tail, the trail in its tail of all these asteroids. Uh, and it passes by our orbit around the sun twice. So uh, all of the um, I think it's the trumpets. They're all many of them. Most of them are asteroid related. So anyway, okay, things could be heating heating up with that. The COVID vaccine up you know i um came across an article that there and it's in the footnotes here of the cyber threat intelligence league the ctil was established under uh, the auspices of homeland security in 2018 it was mostly computer engineers and the bottom line was um whatever they say it's it was censorship of free speech they don't call it censorship they call it cognitive security truth that the government dislikes they call cognitive pollution uh, crimes against the constitutional right of freedom of speech uh, becomes a public-private partnership. It's not the government doing it; it is a private a private company, and that is a fallacy. Most of the it's only the Fourteenth Amendment that applies to individuals as well as the government. Everything else uh, applies to the government. Uh, It really was a document meant to protect the public from an overreaching government. And of course, uh, the Founding Fathers lived in an area where they had been kicked around and abused by the kings of England uh, for centuries, and they were tired of it, so they wrote this document. Uh, But um, there is nothing to prevent the government from being the cat's paw in a private NGO, this CTIL, and getting them to do what government could never do. And that's just what they did during COVID. They got private companies by paying them, by making it financially desirable for them to do this, paying them to force people to get unauthorized experimental shots that have proven to be disastrous anyway uh, it, it shows to what means the government would go uh, to control speech they subverted social media companies, reported truth domains to registrars, created fa- fake accounts, infiltrated private groups, trained influencers to spread their message, pressured banks to cut off people's accounts if they would uh, incite to rally or try to get groups of people together, pressure sites to defund participants like YouTube. The effect of COVID propaganda from the government uh, was uh, people just ran for these jabs and were de- resigned to them because they would lose their job they couldn't work otherwise two thirds to three quarters of the population got at least one jab in the footnotes are some of these uh charts and some of the uh talks that are now being given and the and and the the charts about what is coming out and how they're getting truth about how terrible and poisonous and toxic the jabs were is because of all cause mortality. They don't go into COVID versus non-COVID, all this delineations. They're just saying, was there an increase in all cause mortality? And you can't deny that. And then they line it up with uh, the onset of the jabs here's this jab here's the next jab here's the booster the result is is absolutely very sad very sad that people are are dying children are dying and they have suppressed this instead of studying this information they they gave it to children and pregnant women it turns out that COVID had a ninety-nine percent survival rate, ninety-nine point seven percent. If you're over sixty-five, you would have done just fine. Uh, this is um, I, I have a chart in front of me. The COVID vaccine, all-cause mortality, even a year later, the the the. The numbers of deaths per day are still going up. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's also uh, all-cause mortality from New Zealand. uh, They have isolated. uh, New Zealand kept excellent records. They now have the site from which you were vaccinated, the batch number, and they have decided, they have isolated facts that show if you went here, of all the people that day uh 25% of those people are dead wow and 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 it goes on uh, uh, it's all over the board anywhere from 3 4 5% to 25% and and it begins uh, just with the onset of the vaccines and it's from new zealand it's from a um, uh, it's from social security uh, administration it is from uh, uh philippines it's from europe it shows this one speaker on here shows that in in, in england you know it uh, he, the speaker said covid carried a passport it did not go over the northern us border with canada and it did not go south of the border of the Rio Grande River. It did not go into Mexico. So it was in America. It did not go north. It did not go south. <clears throat> uh, and the same with other countries. It just, just a horrific uh, display. Uh, and now they're doing all cause illness. Uh, especially in the cancers, this is uh, oh, uh, his name. He lives in Hawaii. Uh, I forget his name, but he has studied cancers now for a long time. He said there is a seventy-four in, uh, percent increase in of mel- melanoma of the skin. And. The the charts here, really, you've got to look at some of these charts. 50% increase, malignant neoplasm of the colon, brain cancer, breast cancer, um, cancer in general. And all this started with the jab, and of course, that is the death of the T-cells. The T-cells protect us against cancers, and the jab killed the T-cells. T And I I, I say this and put this information up here. Steve Kirsch has offered his information, his data, his charts, to the FDA, to the CDC, to Pfizer, Moderna, the California Department of Public Health. No takers. He's offered a million dollars, $10 million to be debated by anybody. He's from MIT. Steve Kirsch is from MIT. Nobody will debate him. Ten million dollars will not get a taker.
1: I'll debate him just for the ten million. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: he want he only wants he only wants anti anti okay, <laughs> pretend or,
1: for one day, Bonnie. I'll, it, just <laughs> I'll show up
0: and I'll. You're gonna lose those, Steve. If you know, you're it's both. like the
1: boxers, right? They, right. You know It's like okay for yeah for a million bucks, I'll get yeah, in the ring. Right. Okay. Yeah, but okay. you have
0: to. I, I think it's, you have to win, okay, you have to, well, okay, she could go up and say, well, no, he did mention you had to be <laughs> reputable in the field, Steve.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny, too, Bunny. right? Uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr., do you know who Roy Jones Jr. is?
0: Is he a singer?
1: He is a famous boxer. Oh, okay. Uh, he is, he was the, he was our silver winner in the Olympics many years ago, he became uh, pro, uh, I think he actually even won the heavyweight title. He was actually a middleweight, uh, but he became world champion. All this kind of good stuff. Very famous guy. Uh, well, I actually have a friend that's very close friends of his. And so I said, because I know that he met with Vladimir Putin, and Putin gave him citizenship for oh. Russia. And so I said, I'd like to interview him. And she said, a friend of mine said, uh, well, I can arrange it then. So we're, we're working on making the arrangement of doing an interview with him. And I said, but just let him know. I know he's afraid to meet me in person because he's afraid I'll take him out in the rain. I said, the time. Don't be afraid. <laughs> tell him. Tell him he can tie
0: one hand behind your back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need him to tie both hands behind his back. <laughs> oh God.
0: Oh dear! Did you ever interview him? Uh,
1: n- not yet. We just—I just started that recently. Oh, I see. I was down in Florida. He lives in—he lives in Florida, Northwest Florida. Um, and his funny thing was, I know—I know the doctor for his kids. Uh, I know his secretary, uh, and, and yet. You know, I've never actually taken the time to meet the guy. You know, wow. but yeah. everybody around him, and yeah. I've had opportunities right. to meet him before. I just never did did wow. do that. But mm. because of his, he took a side with Russia over the war in Ukraine, mm. uh, actually yeah. over Crimea. It was back during the mm. Crimean issue. And uh, that was surprising to me that he did that. So I've always wanted to interview him as a result yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. And so recently I asked about it, and, and I was told that they could make that happen. Oh huh. well, fun. Yeah, Let me just see. fun anyway. Giggles and laughs.
0: Well, the reason I bring up these charts and I put them in the footnotes, it, 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 this was this was just a beta test, and a way to infect as many people as possible.
1: Well, you know, Bonnie, the thing is, is when you're looking at this whole thing with a, another pandemic coming.
0: Yes, and okay. more shots, right. more jabs.
1: This it's was, coming again. Yes, we were. I was told initially that there was a variant of um, uh, Ebola. wouldn't be Ebola, yeah. but a variant of uh-huh. Ebola that would be the next virus. Yeah. And I was told this two years ago. Um, and now that's some of the things I've been hearing that is similar to Ebola. Yeah, Uh, well,
0: that is, I mean, to be bleeding from every orifice of your body, that is so uh, inflammatory, that is so horrific that, uh, you know, this is why, is this why the Gateses smirked and smiled like Cheshire cats when they said, well, the next pandemic will get their attention. They looked at each other in the most diabolical manner Almost as if they're relishing the onset of mass death, mass anguish. I mean, they're Satanists. They they have to be, to, to 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 say that and do it.
1: Right, exactly.
0: I I do think it's Ebola. They already have a vaccine for Ebola. I'm wondering if they're going to release Ebola, and if you have had a jab, that you are more susceptible to whatever they release. But uh, it's coming again. Uh, please remember where we've been. Please remember that They have not. They do not want to look at these statistics. Nobody is uh, is looking at these statistics. <laughs> Sitting think you're chatting for i don't know how long probably an hour steve uh, over that um but anyway i asked steve do you think that the viciousness with which and the exuberance with which israel is attacking gaza is going to backfire on them at first after october 7 after they were ostensibly attacked uh, I stay ostensibly because you know more and more stuff is coming out that this was an inside job uh there is a a a Jewish uh monitor, and he was saying that accolades and sympathy and and words in support of Israel, yeah, you go punch him in the nose, Israel. it was running like six to one in in favor of Israel. But then Israel just kept pounding and pounding and pounding. And now I understand they're saying that they are going to make South Gaza just like Northern Gaza. They're going to eradicate the Gazans out. But I think I'm wondering if... The viciousness with which they have attacked women and children and innocents, okay, Hamas, they can defend themselves. go get Hamas, but when you're bombing schools and apartment homes and buildings and hospitals and uh, all of this, and uh, the uh, census is eighteen thousand have died, six thousand of these are children. You killed six thousand children who could who could sit there and bomb? into oblivion if you look at some of the pictures it it just looks like a wasteland even brother judah living in now this is a not political zionists uh they are the synagogue of satan political zionism is uh you know and correct me if i'm wrong stephen i mean you you have you have access you read it in hebrew you have access to chabad writings to the chabad talmud
1: that they're going to take over the world. Yes, the you know, Bonnie. The sad thing is, um, uh, recently I've done a lot of searching. You have rabbis from all over the world. Uh, I actually searched the French language, the Hebrew language. Excuse me, the yeah, the Hebrew language and the Russian language, and was very disturbed by the number of rabbis that are promoting. Global war uh, based on it this is time for the Gentiles to pay the debt for the crimes that they have committed in their as the now I'm just quoting it from rabbis now for their past lives. Uh, you have to understand in Judaism they believe in reincarnation and they believe that people that have wronged the Jewish people over the millennia, Uh, are reincarnated in this last day and that this is the time that Israel believes, the rabbis believe that they're to take matters in their own hands and they're to bring about a retribution for the blood that has been shed of the Jewish people over the years. Um, In the case of Gaza, this is why Netanyahu says to the soldiers, remember what Amalek did to you there was a reason he said that. And if you go back and you read in the book of Samuel, uh, Samuel said to uh, Saul that he was to go and to kill both man, woman, child, and suckling. Despair not, neither let his eye have pity upon them, but kill them all. And so when Netanyahu is quoting this uh, and, and quoting it as if, it is in the here and now that this happened to you years ago, and you're just here, you know, rehearsing this again. That's troubling, but at the same token, I understand the graphicness and the atrocities that was committed by Hamas uh, on October the seventh. And and like you pointed out, Bonnie, Hamas should be the target yes, it would be very difficult for Israel to go in and wage a ground war and and flush out Hamas throughout the entire Gaza Strip. But in reality, that was really the only true way to do this. I, I could even consent in my mind to limited airstrikes if they know for sure, okay, this is that command center. Uh, we're going to target that particular facility. And you go in there with maybe uh, half a dozen or so strikes to weaken certain areas. Um, but to go in there and obliterate the entire northern Gaza Strip and knowing that you're just wiping out the civilians. And, and at the same time, Bonnie, children singing songs in Israel That this time next year, there will be no one left in Gaza doing a genocide. Yeah. But at the same token, and and you have to understand, not all Israelis feel this way. But I will say this, though. Even though there's more and more whistleblowers, we'll call it, coming out, confessing that the Israeli government knew good and well. They had they allowed this. Now, I don't want to say all... When I say the government, that doesn't mean that everybody in the government knew. But there's somebody in there that knew very well what was going on.
0: Yeah.
1: And knew that this was coming. Uh, that We had another guy that just came out. His name is uh, uh, Rafael Ayon And he spoke recently that... Just before October the 7th, they came and confiscated all of his radio equipment that was to be used to be able to warn um, the Israeli military that there is impending danger. That, That was his job. That was what he was supposed to do, is to make a warning when there is any kind of possible attacks. And the guy's always been set up like this. You see in the video footage all these computers around in his room there where he sits there and he monitors. He monitors cameras on the beach and everything. That's his job. He's there to warn them of any impending and, danger. And and he's in the IDF. Uh, I don't know if he's in the IDF or if he is former IDF and he is uh, part of some civil service part that he's doing. That, that I wasn't sure of. But they he plays an audio clip of one Israeli soldier crying out for help because they're trapped and surrounded. And he said, I could, and he's weeping and crying saying I could do nothing to help him. Oh, and he talks about on there, Bonnie, he says that, uh, he said they, they told him cause he 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 tried everything he could to figure out why this happened he says we have. He said he went all the way to the top. He said someone is blocking you, and we don't know why. That's when he was trying to get answers as to why he couldn't get them help. And he's all that he knew is that somebody at the top was blocking him from being able to help the Israelis that were being massacred.
0: Oh, how frustrating! How frustrating exactly. to hear to hear the cry go out. From the people on the from from the IDF on the ground and to know that your brothers are dying and your job yeah. is to warn. And his his stuff was taken when the day before, uh,
1: two days before they came and confiscated all of his radio equipment and then they returned his radio equipment after October the 7th.
0: Ah, oh, that's disgusting.
1: Well, the business they have coming in there to do it in the first place, Bonnie? Now, on top of that, I have direct connections to one of the top IDF personnel in Israel that literally has to meet with the generals of Israel.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, this individual is the analyst of satellite imagery for Israel and i got an update just recently and i'm going to share i'm going to i have to i want to be careful bonnie for the sake of the graphicness of this not to say too much but to also get people to understand just how serious this situation was because even though We can see the evidence that someone in the Israeli government was behind helping Hamas pull this off. At the same time, there are still innocent Israeli people that were butchered and murdered and beyond belief, in fact, uh, the crimes that took place. And my thought is because when you see you, you have to sit there and ask yourself when you watch the Israeli military go in and how can they almost seemingly without remorse just kill anybody and everybody in sight? <clears throat> I think this might help people to understand how they could. Now, <clears throat> I was told that the women soldiers had to be pulled out of Gaza because they would not carry out the orders. But at the same time, today I played in one of the broadcasts, I had played this a couple of years ago, I happened to run across the video again, where an Israeli soldier was speaking before the Knesset, and he was screaming at the people in the Knesset, and he was saying, you won't help me, I need therapy, and uh, no one has listened to what I'm saying. He said, and he talked about how he was supposed to be like, he was top candidate for special forces and everything. And he said, my family has always served the country heroically. He said, but how do I live with this? And then he mentions what it is that he's living with. He said, I wake up, I pee on myself at night, he said, because I keep seeing the same guy. And he keeps coming to me and say, why did you kill me? Mm -hmm. Why did you kill me? He's suffering nightmares is what it is. And that spirit of that individual, no doubt, keeps coming to him and he said i'm going crazy Mm. and uh and there's been others many other stories there's a there's a video online where israeli girls that were soldiers that talk about people they've murdered people that they have tortured and they're women that have finally they've broken down they can't take it no more they can't take what they've done Same thing with uh, breaking the silence, the Israeli soldiers that have done the same. They've come forward speaking out. And because Israel knows this, that there's always that risk, even the hostages, they put a gag order on them because one hostage comes back and talks about that she was treated well.
0: Yeah, there are a whole whole bunch of them. In fact, one little girl, six years old, uh, said that she felt they were her friends.
1: And what does that tell me, Bonnie? Mm. I mean, granted, the brutality of what happened before they got back, which I'm going to share a little bit of the details, is beyond words. But those that were taken hostage, that, again, kind of speaks to two possibilities. Because, I mean, I can't imagine Hamas being this brutal and then take their hostages back and then treat them with kindness. Unless... It is an inside job. Yeah. And they know that the Israelis would not permit the hostages to be treated inhumanely. Um, I want to share some of what was said to me. It was bad and nasty in the attack on our people in Israel that, that the public cannot even be told about it. All the women were brutally raped, tied to trees, stakes on the ground. And I'll leave leave it at that part right there. I will say this: uh, this is me speaking now. There, where, where do where do we have corroboration of that? This I don't have the ability to corroborate it. This uh, is and from
0: inside where, Israel, from a source you yes. trust.
1: Yes, and uh, according to this here. Now, granted. The one that sent me the information is in the intelligence in Israel, um, and there's two sides of this with this person here. This person here hates Palestinians. Period.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, this person just soon shoot them as look at them, so he doesn't make any bones about that. But at the same time, he's also willing to even say, even in this communication. That they know that it was an inside job, and that those that are in power that were that did this, they are going to make them pay for all the crimes that they've done against the Israeli people. So, it appears to be from that kind of comments, these people that are in intelligence was were unaware that this was that this was a staged event. Um, but at the same time, I'm being told that. These crimes that were done to the to the Israelis, though, they would not allow it to go to the news media because they don't want the families of the loved ones knowing the brutality. Uh, I, I would have to say it's not so much the brutality if it really is true, and I have to say it, we have to say it that way, Bonnie, because I can't independently verify this. But if it really is true, what has written in here, and I'm not even going into the full details. Then there's also that fear that if it does come public knowledge that the that the certain Israeli indiv- government individuals were behind this, um, this could turn into a really big thing in Israel at that point.
0: Yeah, um, um, you so. know, I, I I don't know. I you know, I'm I'm on um, I I'm on you know some social medias. Um, I, it would seem as if there is. That they're if they're tied to trees and they're dismembered, like you know they used to do, <laughs> they would put their heads on stakes outside the city gate. I mean, it would seem that there would be a you, picture right. someplace. It would With seem them. that this would come out somehow, it, in this or in Eastern European media or arab media russian media which i which i check i don't know i haven't i just haven't seen any any verification of that uh no. so i i i just um uh I, I don't know uh i do know that it does seem that when the um Helicopters came in shooting. They shot everything in sight, everything that moved, and uh, that many.
1: All they showed
0: many of the deaths are the result of uh, the IDF helicopter uh, uh, operators uh, shooting their own troops, shooting their own people, and you know, you know, and terrorists also. The only thing
1: that might corroborate it, Bonnie, to some degree, was Mm -hmm. there was a, uh, and I happened to see this online myself. Uh, I forget when it was or why they did it, but they played video, the IDF played video for this one group uh, of what actually happened, what they recorded. And they said that the people came out vomiting uh, from the, uh, from what they showed them that actually happened. And that kind of stuck out in my mind, but, you know, cause I'm like, of course, I've seen all kinds of things, unfortunately in life because of what I've gone through in life. Um, you know, I've not seen the burnt bodies. That's the only thing I've not seen in life, but I've seen heads blown off and disfigurements and, 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 uh, and everything you could possibly imagine, less of burnt bodies i've not had to deal with the burnt body issue um so i i can understand i mean it takes unless you know if you've been through it a lot you kind of grow hard to it but if you have i know the first time you, you're never going to be it's something that changes your life um to have to deal with something like that it just changes you
0: yeah okay well when i opened this subject you know it it um uh you know my final question was seeing uh, this merciless vicious attack on gaza uh is that in the process right now it it changed around uh it used to be i think uh overwhelmingly six to one or so in favor of israel and now it's almost 20 to one against israel and uh is the world uh seeing you know notwithstanding the testimony that you just gave of of um you know alleged brutality there during the attack i i don't know i mean a lot of cell phones were going off and uh i i just don't know what to i, I don't know uh, i i if that did happen it would seem there would be photographic proof of you know somebody should be um you know gloating someplace on some platform
1: yeah, you you would think so too. Yeah, yeah. And, and I agree with that. Um, and, you know, and, I mean, I've, we've seen some pretty bad things that already that came out of there. But some of the things that's described in here, um, you know, that's why I said I didn't even even read off some of the ones that are right, written
0: there. Right. Well, no. I, okay. Is it possible that this could backfire? on the insiders that planned this. And the insiders that now want to, and there is in the footnote, is it because they want to get into uh, the um, Gaza Marine here, which has, what, $500 billion, a trillion uh, dollars worth of gas and uh, oil uh, right off the Gaza bank. Is that why plus and in the process besides making themselves the sole or the major developers of this huge reserve off the coast of gaza and some of it's not even off the coast but it's in gaza uh besides starting world war 3 as you have said the antichrist is uh, I'm just trying to figure out why do they want the gas and oil and World War Three and on the way to getting the gas and oil they can also foment uh, World War Three. Plus, but maybe Brother Judah is sitting there and political Zionism, which is pretty much the at least in its heart. I don't know the people's heart, but in political Zionism's heart, uh, it's pretty much the synagogue of Satan. There's no scripture. I mean, what you just said of, uh, you know, there's reincarnation and those that are here today are here to take the uh, bust up and the teeth uh, for all the Gentiles uh, abusing uh, the Jews in the past centuries. I mean, that's not scriptural. That's not no, scriptural. I uh, and World War Three uh, is certainly, uh, you know, has to be on their mind. I wonder if this is going to backfire on them. And Some it's actually going so. to yes. convince and, and, Brother it, Judah and the world, wait a minute, who are these leaders? And I think they have the same uh, serpent leaders that we have, that every country in the world has right now, except maybe <laughs> except maybe Iceland, who, who just disallowed any further COVID vaccination because they're having a spike in all-cause mortality. This world is run by Satan. The leaders of the world are not going to be godly men in any country, not America, not Israel, not France, England, Germany, not any place. And the people are waking up. And this is is a first step in the awakening uh, of Brother Judah into uh, accepting Yeshua and coming to the place in Ezekiel uh, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, where after that event, which certainly has to take place some somewhere at the beginning of the final week, uh, that there was not one person in Israel who did not know the Lord.
1: Yes, yes. That's well. You know, Bonnie. The thing is, is what I what I do find interesting. Even my wife feels like that this is going to backfire on Israel, what they've done. Yeah. yeah. And, and and in reality, yes, the answer to that would be yes. But how far will they get before it finally backfires? Because in, in another thing that I look at, everything that we see that has happened over the last, say, eight years, um, ISIS, ISIS. Uh, militants etc everything that's going on and we are out of time
0: <laughs> and we are out of time the, the plot is going to thicken so thank you so much and